This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All righty, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our show. Marley's over there in the corner getting ready for the big show. And we're going to get going here in just a second. I just cannot believe that yesterday's show. Thank you all very, very much. An hour and a half. We never really lost anybody. We, everybody hung in there. Isn't Todd a phenomenal human? Just a great guy. I'm so happy to be able to call him my buddy and my pal and my friend. We've been together for a very, very long time in life, Todd and I. And we've got so many great stories. And him and I were talking yesterday. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring Todd back once a month. And if it gets going really good, we probably bring him back once a week. But right now, we're going to bring Todd back once a month for the show. Don't forget, today is Text the Show Friday. We're going to take text messages from everybody. You're going to be able to send us in your uh, questions, and we'll do our very, very best. There's Marley coming to join the show here. He just had his fruit cup, and he's ready to go. He's just climbing down the side of the cage to get in the show. Marley, here, right here. Look, buddy. You got food right here. And uh, gang, today we're going we're gonna to have a little topic to talk about, and then we'll uh, open it up to the questions. And Kelly Girl's standing by. For any questions you may have, text the show. Those of you that don't have the phone number, it's 949-374-0786. And don't forget, just in, just a short little month away in the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show at the Orange County Fairgrounds, the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March. Make sure you leave badges. And uh, everybody that leaves a badge, thank you very, very much. Uh Delman, I really appreciate you, all you do for me. Hopefully, we can get your partner there to start listening to me, and you can actually start catching fish when you go out fishing. I appreciate everybody that leaves your stars, your badges, your diamonds over on TikTok, stars on Facebook, badges over here on Instagram. They all help to let me know that you enjoy the show. And uh, Delman, you're one of my biggest supporters and i appreciate you very very much do not call text the show no calling the show text the show and uh gang if you show if you show up at the pacific coast sport fishing show wearing one of my t-shirts we're going to give away free stuff we got stuff from costa we got stuff from promar stuff from akuma stuff from Ba jerky so you're going to have some stuff to give away we're sitting we're 
doing a ton. Another badge from Delma. Thank you, sir. We're giving away a bunch of stuff at the show, but you got to show up wearing one of my shirts. And I think it's going to be incredible the amount of people that are going to show up wearing my shirts because it, they, we have sold a lot of shirts. So I've had to reach back into my uh, sponsors and let them know I need more free stuff. I need more free stuff, but make sure. Oh, yeah, Dana or Sport Fishing, my sister, she's, she's donated a lot of stuff too. So we're going to have plenty of stuff for your children. We're going to have plenty of stuff for the adults. We're going to have plenty of stuff. I promise you I won't run out of free stuff. Also, there'll be a lot of our sponsors and a lot of our uh, pro staffers at the show. So we will make sure we have plenty of stuff. But if you want the free stuff, you got to go get a T-shirt from your saltwater guide. And we're going to give away a shirt today to one lucky person who sends in the best text message and Kelly will pick it. And yesterday, I just want to let everyone know, Yagi, you won yesterday. Augie, you got the shirt. Thank you very much for all the support. Always. Augie's the number, between him and Mike Lewis, it's a battle to see who, who gives me stars first every single day. Mike, you got your shirt last week. This week, we got a... Augie got shirt yesterday, and today we're going to give another shirt away, gang. We're going to give another shirt away to someone that texts the show. But, gang, one other thing. We got five days, and then Kelly Girl's going to pick the name out of the hat for the free trip with Justin Botrell on Bowline Sport Fishing. Free trip to go on a um, – what's going on? Is that Elliot calling? No, okay, good. So everything's good on the show. People keep calling. I don't know why. We've been doing this show at 12 o'clock. Oh, by the way, a couple days ago, 1,100 shows. 1,100. We're almost to 100 podcasts because every day we post this podcast, every single day. We, we are growing so fast, it's mind-boggling. And everybody that help, is trying to help me reach out to Theo Vaughn, I need to talk to Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, Says he likes to fish. Theo Vaughn has a phenomenal podcast. Theo Vaughn's one of the funniest humans I've ever listened to in my life. I need everybody every day that follows me to tag Theo Vaughn. We've got to get his attention. I've got to get on his show or he has to come on my show. We have to get together. He's the funniest comedian I've ever heard. I think his stuff is absolutely incredible. Kelly and I, we laugh really hard. And Kelly and I normally don't laugh together, but we laugh yeah. super hard when Theo Vaughn, we're listening to Theo. Okay, if you know Theo Vaughn, if you got a way to get in there, I need to be with him. I only have a couple hundred thousand followers. I don't know if that's enough to get his attention yet, but we're doing the very best we can. We're gathering followers as fast as we can. If you don't think we have a couple hundred thousand, well, you're right, because we have almost 260,000 if you count them up all over social media. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We have so many followers. I don't know what it's going to take to get Theo Vaughn's attention, but I want to get in front of Theo. I want to talk to him on the telephone. I think if he was to watch what we do on it, I might be able to make him laugh. But uh, today we're talking the subject. You can talk about whatever you want. You can ask me any question you want. But go visit my store. That'll get you in to a chance to win that free trip with Justin on bowline sport fishing. And I'm flying up to go fishing with you guys. We're going to pick the very best day and we're going to go try to catch one of those big bluefin. Hopefully they didn't get blown off the map and all the cold water didn't make them disappear. And I don't think it did. 
but we will all find out together. And how do you get in on this? Just go visit my store. You don't have to buy anything, but when you go visit the store, I know you're going to be tempted to purchase something, but there's no purchase necessary to win this trip on Bowline Sport Fishing just by visiting the store. That's going to enter you into the contest. All right, gang. I had a conversation. We're signing up a lot of people for the website, and I understand that you all want to get out in front of it before we launch the app because when the app comes out, price of tea in China is going up. You already know that. I've talked about it several times. But if you're already in, Ivan, thank you for the badges. Thank you, everybody. If I miss you, it's I got... I'm live on five platforms at the same time. So if I miss you, I apologize, but I appreciate everything you all do for me on the stars, the badges, the diamonds. I appreciate all of you. Something I need your help with though, maybe we can catch Theo Vaughn's attention. I need you to smash the like button on every platform, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Megaphone. I need to hit that like button. I had no idea how important it was. It's super important. We have a million... We have 1.2 million likes on TikTok. We have just a little over a million likes on Facebook. Or no, a little under a million likes. I need the likes, gang. I got to get his attention. I've got to get in front of Theo Vaughn. All right, but listen, what we're talking about, when I was talking about one of my new members today, you got to stop fishing for boats. That is my number one pet peeve. It always has been. It always will be. Craig, you'll tell them. Justin, all of you, Ivan, so many times you get on the boat to go fishing with me and we're driving out and we're going by an area and there's four or five boats stopped over there. You, I don't know what it is. I don't know how this became a deal, but it did. And it is locked into people's brains. You see two or three or four or five boats stopped. I don't know what it is, magnetism or what, but you have to go over there and see what they're doing. And like I say in all my live seminars, I stopped to take a piss and five boats stopped to watch me. It's the most amazing thing. Gang, when you're out fishing on your boat, the number one thing you need to be doing is fishing for fish. And you got to stop fishing for boats. It will never, ever pay off. Once in a great while, you might find a uh, um, little nugget. You might find a little bit of fish that are stupid enough to leave one boat and go over and bite next to you. But it's not about that, gang. It never has been. It never will be. It's all about, hey, Summer, how are you? It's all about fishing for fish. And that's what we do at our website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. We make sure that you do not have to go fish for boats when you go out fishing. You never, ever have to do that. And like I tell all my members, if you want to fish for boats, are your friends do? Do them a huge favor and do yourself a favor. Save a bunch of fuel, save a bunch of money for bait, save a bunch of stuff, save lunch, save, you don't have to make lunch. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just stay in the harbor and drive up and down each finger of every dock and just tell your friends, here's the boats. You're always so worried about where all the boats are. Well, here they are. And you can look at boats all flipping day long. You won't burn any fuel. You won't have to buy bait and you can do that. All day. That's what I tell all my clients. And another thing they always ask for, hey, Captain Dave, can I see your binoculars? Or can I borrow that pair of binoculars? First of all, you're never going to touch my gyros. But you can use the field glasses that my dad used to look at, use when he was watching the Rams game. You can use those as long as you're not going to look at the other boats. 
Everybody wants to look at the other flipping boats. They always want to know what the other boats are doing. I'm like, are you out of your flipping mind? Not that I'm anything. So I, I like to say, oh, they're all looking for me. Let's just say they're all looking for Steve Lasley or Pete Grosbeck or Todd Manzer or Billy Miagawa. They're not, they're not, they're not fishing for fish. They're fishing for boats. And that's the number one thing I think everybody misses on. That's, I need to have a whole seminar on fishing for boats. I mean, it would be funnier than hell. We could make you laugh really good. But my gosh, the amount of time you all spend going from groups of boats to groups of boats to groups of boats, and then you come in with nothing and you don't understand. You're like, I was out there. It was a great day. Yeah, but you spent the whole day fishing for boats, for God's sakes. Gang, that'll never work. Maybe, like I said in the beginning, once in a great while, but statistically, it's the worst thing you could possibly do. Turn off the... Number two is turn off the damn radio. I love this one. When I talk to some of my members and they say, yeah, I listened to the radio all day today and it sounded like a pretty slow day on the ocean. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. When I'm in a wide open bite or a really good bite or fishing's really phenomenal, the last thing I want to do is get on the radio and call everybody and tell them. Why do you think other people are going to do that? Gang, I'm, all I'm trying to do is help you. Keep your radio on channel 16 unless you have a friend out there on the water and then pick a channel to work on. But do not think for one second that somebody out there on the water is going to share their hotspot with you. They don't even know you. They, can, they have no idea. And remember, the guys that are putting out dope on channel 17 or 65, they're probably sitting at home eating their boogers. They're not even on the water. They have a handheld radio and they're just making you drive around in circles out there. Don't fish by the radio and don't fish by fishing for boats. So do we have any questions, Kelly girl? Okay, we got a lot of questions. I just had to throw that out there to get everybody going. Theo Vaughn, Theo Vaughn, tag Theo. I need Theo Vaughn really bad. I'm going to talk about it every flipping day till he calls me. Go. Uh, this is from John Stanley. Jumping John Stanley with the unbelievable Your Saltwater Guide flag. You can know John's out there in San Diego when you see the Your Saltwater Guide flag flying. All right. He wants to know when is fresh dead bait no longer considered fresh dead? If he gets fresh bait at the bait barge tonight for lobster, can I or can he use it again tomorrow night? Or should he just save it for the chum bucket? Well, okay, that's a great question. He, John's talking about fishing for lobsters. And I always talk about the freshest bait possible. Here's what I was taught by the, when I was working for the aquarium. Along, I know you can't believe I was working there, but I was. I was working at the aquarium in Long Beach when Kelly Girl donated her 13, 18 and a half pound lobster, 18 and three quarter pound lobster. And they were told me that those long antennas on that lobster are there to pick up the electrical waves because everything has an electrical field around it. And when the fish dies and starts to break down that electrical fields putting on a pulsation in the water and that's what they use to locate dead bait and that's why the fresher the better now look at what i would always do is have that fresh bait on my boat but there'll be nights where you go out there and they don't have any bait so whatever you have left over as far as sardines go put them in a ziploc bag and freeze them absolutely because you might not you might not have bait one day but if you have the opportunity, John, 
You always want to buy the freshest bait possible to fish lobsters. I know your sister's brother's aunt's cousin caught one on a salmon head. Well, I guarantee you they had they would have caught a thousand of them if they would have used fresh sardines or fresh anchovies or fresh mackerel. But they did catch some on salmon head, but sea lions love salmon heads. You're not going to get the great effect that you're going to get with fresh bait. Hopefully that answered your question, John. What do we got? Next okay, question. We got to blow through these. This is from Darren. I wasted way too much time talking. My good you're buddy, Darren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll okay. talk till my head falls off. Okay. Um, uh, he says, uh, besides the spots and artificial reefs, are there any semi-secret shipwrecks in the San Diego, uh, in the San Diego area? Yeah, there are some shipwrecks down there. Most of them are, are known and they're on the chart plotters. You can go, you being into the school system and everything, you can go onto a lot of different websites and you can see the, the wrecks that are on the websites and you can check that out. You can Google them and you, they got the GPS numbers and stuff like that. And then there are some even more secretive wrecks. I'm not really aware of those secret wrecks down in San Diego as much as I am off of Dana Point, Newport, and L.A., but I know there are in San Diego. I just am not privy to that information, Darren. Sorry. And I hope that all your kids are having good time at PE right now because I know they're all <laughs> listening to me. So, yay. All right. So, uh, now we have a question from uh, Dave Burris, and he wants to know. My buddy Dave. Kelly loves her fishing pole. Oh, I sure do. Uh, he what, wrapped us some beautiful fishing rods. That's awesome. What does squid look like on a fathometer, and how do you find the nest? All right. So Dave asked, how do you find squid nest, and what do they look like? First thing I'm going to do when I get to the island or I get to an area where I've heard there's squid or someone saw some squid or when I was running sport boats and we're driving up and down the California coast all day, if I see a lot of birds with no pelicans, because if there's pelicans, there's no squid. Pelicans hate squid. They don't, they don't eat them. They, they'll starve to death before they eat a squid. They don't like the way they grab them. They don't even like to eat them frozen. So if you see a bunch of pelicans crashing on the water, that's not squid. That's fin bait. Okay? So that's number one. You see a bunch of birds working, no, no uh, pelicans. I'm going over there, and I'm going to look hard on my fish finder. It's going to look like on your colored meters today, it's going to look like a fuzz, yellowish colored fuzz on the bottom. There's going to be a lot of it. And if you start to zoom in on the bottom and look at it harder, there's going to be a layer that's going to almost look like the bottom, but elevated a little bit off the bottom. That's going to be your nest. So you're going to look for the birds. You're going to look around in 90 to 120 feet of water, zigzagging, driving around the island, driving around the coast, looking for that sign. Also, when there's a bunch of sea lions sleeping on the surface in the middle of the day, congregated in an area that's 100 feet deep, there you got to look real hard because they're all sleeping because they've been eating squid all night. And now they're just relaxing in the sun, relaxing for the day. And then rhizo dolphins, bottlenose dolphins, white-sided dolphins, they're all going to show you that there's squid there. The common dolphin, the little bit smaller one that we have the largest population in the world in Southern California, those guys, they're not so much into the squid as they are into the anchovies, mackerel, sardines. That's their forage fish. But the white-sided dolphins, the common dolphins, the rhizo dolphins, and uh, 
Uh, bottlenose, they're going to be more on that squid. Those are things to look for when you're out there looking for squid. Those are the number one things. And if you go to my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, we have a whole video series on squid, what it looks like on your meter, how to set your meter up to look for our fish finding apparatus. It's actually called a pedometer. We call it a meter because that's short for pedometer. But you wouldn't buy a pedometer because you don't know what the hell it is. So we call it a fish finder so that the common folk will understand. But why is it called a pedometer? Because the, the ocean is metered in fathoms, not feet. So that's why they call it a fathometer, a fathometer, 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 meter of fathoms. It meters the depth. That's what it does. And then by tuning it right and everything, you can start to distinguish fish, kelp, rocks, hard bottom, soft bottom, and all those things matter. And they all matter. And you can get all this information at yoursaltwaterguide.com. I know it's hard to imagine that someone will put together all this information in one spot for you. Now you can go search the YouTube and look for hours and hours and hours for these videos, or you can go to my salt, your saltwater guide and find them all. I'm sorry. Kelly has a phenomenal amount of questions, but I just keep talking and talking and talking because that's what I do. Ah, Todd. Thanks, Dave. First, that was awesome. That was a nice lead way into my way of shot. All right. This is from Wyatt. Wyatt, my man. Did you get your shirt yet, Wyatt? I hope, I hope so. Um, he wants to know, do you ever use a flasher for halibut, and does it actually work? Now, this is a great story. A good friend of mine, Matt Stabley, he's, he's got a Facebook page and an Instagram page. He is the bounce ball king. I've never seen anything like it before, and I was lucky enough to go out with him one day and see the whole bounce ball thing. And he is deadly with the bounce ball with flashers. It looks like you're trolling for salmon. He's got this big flasher rig. And at the very end, he's got a little, a little grub or a little worm on the end with a big six-odd or eight-odd hook. And I'm telling you, the halibut love that whole thing. It make, doesn't make any sense. Halibut fishing, we always heard they nibble, nibble, nibble on the bait. This guy's trolling around at a knot and a half, and he's absolutely annihilating with a big flasher rig. So, yes, it works. And Matt's going to do a uh, um, video for me. He's gonna, he said he's going to give it to me at the PCS show so that we can post it on our website. He's going to give up a little bit of his secrets, and I hope he does. Hopefully, we get that at the show. But yes, Wyatt, they work very, very well once you learn how to do it and how to, how to make it happen. Right now, we don't have that on our website, but hopefully soon we will. Okay. What is my website? Yoursaltwaterguide.com. Your that's like the shirt and the shirt. And Marley's, we're going to get a shirt for Marley. Oh. All right. Okay, uh, this is from Jack, and he wants to know. Jumping Jack, filming the world. And he wants to know if there's a way to read current before heading out. He, he says, I know uh, Wendy has current app, uh, but is it accurate? And is there a current speed that's ideal? All right. So, Jack, here's what I've been I learned, and this is what I've told, you can see tide, but you can't see current. You can kind of predict it a little bit, but you really can't because I've seen this more than once, more than a hundred, more than a thousand times. And I use San Clemente Island, for example. The San Clemente Island, catching yellowtail on the front side of the island, white rock per saying, Steve's point, uh, all that stuff along there, monkey rock, wagon tracks, all that stuff along there is going to bite best in a downhill current. And we can drop the anchor at Persane Rock. 
which is like three miles or two and a half miles south of White Rock. We can drop our anchor there and the current can be smoking straight uphill. What do I mean by uphill current? That means it's going from San Diego to LA. The water's moving that direction. We can pull the anchor and drive two and a half miles up to White Rock, drop the anchor and the current can be smoldering downhill. In two and a half mile area, that current can be doing that. There is really no way to tell. There's Marley in the back. Hey, Marley in the back, sitting on my shirt. There he is, checking out the show. He wants to know what's going on. Here's the food right here, buddy. Look. If someone tells you they know how to, they have an app that reads current, I'd be very, very, I'd, I'd be scared. I'd kind of head the other direction. The only real way to figure out the current is to get out there. And that leads me into another thing that's really good. We got a lot of questions on. The current is super important. But when is the best day to go? Whenever you can go. People always ask me. That's one of the questions I get asked all the time. When's the best time to go fishing? When you have time to go. That is the very best time. Don't wait for the moon, the stars, the, the earthquakes, the no earthquakes, the tidal waves, the no tidal waves, flat glass. Flat glass calm is my best time to go, but some days it's going to be a little breezy. But if you can get out on the water, that's the best day to go. And sometimes you get a little added extra bonus and catch a few fish. Got another question. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, my dad just texted you. But he, I, okay. anyway, so uh, the next question is, um, this is from Ivan, and he is, wants to know when can we start trolling for threshers and what's the best area? Oh, my gosh. This year should be phenomenal for threshers. And we'll be talking about it as it starts to move along. But as the water temperature starts to increase, springtime's always been the best time for thresher sharks in Southern California. And now we're back into a normal cycle where we have lots of rain and cooler water. And always remember the water in Southern California this time of year is supposed to be in the mid 50s to upper 50s. And in the summer, it's supposed to be 65 to 70 degrees, somewhere in that range. It's not supposed to be in the 80s. That's not good for Southern California. What this is going to do, though, it's going to bring all that forage fish back into the areas like Aliso Canyon and Dana Point Canyon and Carlsbad Canyon and all the different canyons up and down the coast and Newport Canyon are going to be inundated with the anchovies. When that anchovy shows up, usually we start to see some barracuda show up and that thresher shark. So I would say right in the beginning of the spring is when you're going to want to get out there and start trolling in those canyons, Ivan, and looking. And we have a whole series of videos, I know it's hard to believe, over at yoursaltwaterguide.com that talks about how to troll with them, what to use, and how to catch thresher sharks. All right, All right. what do we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, okay, this is a long question. Okay, this is from Steve, and um, he says that... Um, Oh, you got it, Ivan. <laughs> okay. Steve's I'm question is very, I'm very read, long. I'm going to read it as it's written. Uh, this is Steve. Okay, this may sound horrible, but all the damage to our fisheries that the sea lions are doing and the government won't control. It can't be the fishing community. Uh, uh, let's see. 
um, kind of on the DLC. Okay, like sardines or mackerels with some kind of poison. Oh, no. no we well, can't even talk it. about this. Sorry. <laughs> we can't talk about sea lions, gang. It's, it's like taboo. I do a seminar about them every once in a while, but we can't talk about any type of deterrence. It's a federal offense. You're going, listen, when Todd and I were talking about this yesterday on the show, the California sea lion is the most protected species on the planet Earth, more protected than any human life, more protected than anything on the planet. If you get caught just harassing them in any way, shape, or form, you are going to a federal penitentiary. Yes, you're going to do hard time for sea lion harassment. It's right there written in the rules. It's a federal offense. You've got, now you've got a federal, you've got something that's going to be on your record forever. They are the most protected animal. We can't talk about them. We can't even bring up any type of deterrent stuff about them because it doesn't end well. This, this whole thing about the California sea lion makes no sense to any person with an ability to think logically. If you do like the California sea lion, then you should be appalled at what we're doing to them. You should be absolutely appalled because we don't allow the species to die in any way, shape, or form. We did not get, we did not get the chance for us to all be saved. We still die. Human beings die on a daily basis. But if a California sea lion dies of anything, natural or man-made causes, it is a huge, huge deal. It's going to be on every news channel. We're going to blame the fishermen. We're going to blame the entities that don't have anything to do with it. But the sad thing is, is we don't allow them to die. So now they're overpopulated. They're causing mass, massive havoc in all the harbors in, in California, up and down the Baja, all the way down here to Cabo, Mazatlan. They're moved up to Sea of Cortez. It's absolutely amazing how we have zero ability to cull this animal in any way, shape, or form, but we cannot talk about it. I already talked about it too much, Mike. Okay, we got another question? Okay, so no more questions, gang. Those of you that didn't ask a question today, why did you not ask a question? You already know everything. I understand. Gang, go ahead, honey. Where can uh, viewers get a t-shirt? Where would you go to your saltwater guide the store? Go to your saltwater guide the store. It's very, very simple. Just type in your saltwater guide, blam, they'll come right up on your screen. Click on any of my social media, everything that I do leads back to my store. Everything I do. Marley is pissed. That's Marley <laughs> screaming. That tiny little monkey. You can hear him. Your dad left a message. What did he say? Oh, he, no. He yeah, said, it's right here. Oh, it was I just on your phone. I, I don't know. I'm trying to read it, but I'm getting distracted. So. Um, hey, hey, hey. We're not ignoring it anyway. Tackle Express. Todd and I talked about it yesterday. We believe in our hearts this could be the year with the amount of water moving up Northern California, he's asking, do you think Albacore? With the amount of water moving in Northern California, Oregon and Washington, there's a very good chance this could be the year. We have more fresh water run into the ocean than we've had had in a very, very long time. We've had more water movement than we've had in a very long time. We've had the water temperatures down deep are in the 40s on the top. They're in the, high, the mid to high 50s. All this stuff bodes very well for the cold water albacore that love to come into Southern California when the conditions are Southern California-wise right. But right now, 
Also, your mom's calling. Everybody wants to call at showtime. We've only been doing this show for two and a half to almost three years. Everybody wants to talk right at showtime. Sonny, you sent a question in. For some reason, your daughter can't find it on my phone, and it's on her phone. I saw it come up, but I'm using her yes, phone to do the show. I'm not ignoring him. I, the only question is asking you. We don't ever ignore you, Sonny. If you call us, we'll answer you, but not in the middle of the show. <laughs> Sonny, we, we love you. Thanks for watching. Summer, thanks for letting Sonny watch on your because I know he can't figure out how to watch on his own. So <laughs> ah, had to throw a little dig in there, Pops. But look at there's my monkey right there, gang. If you don't know, that's Marley, the Marmoset monkey. He's the coolest little dude in the whole wide world. We love Marley. And let my dad know, no, he does not have to pay to get a question answered. No. But yeah, I'll always take your money, Sonny. Come on. If you want to give us some money, shit, I'll answer your questions all day long. Oh, I said a bad word. Remember, if you come to the seminars and Captain Dave says a bad word, all the children in the audience get free stuff. I pride myself on not cussing ever in front of audiences or on our show. And I said a bad word. I should have never said the S word. I apologize to all of you. I do. That's I don't do that. It, it was because my father got me all wound up here. Don't do that, Sonny. Don't get me in trouble. I do fine by myself being in trouble. <laughs> Look at Marley. There's some food. Okay. So Dave Lee wants to know, when does Rockfish open on the Central Coast? All right, Dave Lee. The California Fish and Wildlife has decided to keep Rockfish closed until April 1st. So they're added a new, another month to the Rockfish closures. And if you remember, if you were watching me, five or six months ago, I talked about this and I talked about how important it was for us to all get involved. And it was super, Rob, Robert, I am doing really, really well. I hope you're having fun setting up trade shows. But this rockfish closure is not for any reason at all. There's no shortage of rockfish. There's no reason to close it. It's the most ludicrous thing in the world, but it's not to do with anything with fish. It has to do with control. That's all it has to do with. There's plenty of rockfish. But back to your original question, it opens on April 1st. But here's the hook. Here's the catch. And this is what I was trying to warn you all about. It opens on April 1st, but then it closes again on September 15th. And it won't open again. September 15th, it'll be closed and it will not open again until April 1st, 2024. So you might have thought I was being a baby, trying to help tell everybody what was about to happen, but that's what just happened. And they didn't want us to say anything about it. They didn't want any input. They didn't want to hear anything about it. And uh, here we are. That's what's going on. Sorry for the bearer of bad news, but. That's what we got. Go ahead, honey. Here's a question. Another question. Good. Somebody wants a two-shirt. Hey. Um, hey. Monkey boy. If for the people who are not working anymore, they're retired, uh, and they don't want to, they want to avoid crowds at the PCS show this year, what day would you suggest or recommend they go? Well, here's, normally I would say to show up on Thursday, but not that I'm anything. Not that I'm all that in a bag of chips, but you're going to have me and you're going to have some of the best seminar presenters on the planet Earth all speaking every day at that show. You're going to have Todd Manser emceeing every day on the main stage. You're going to have me speaking every day in my own little tent 
in the back of one of the halls. We're going to have so many people there. This show is so big with seven halls and 217,000 square feet. And Bill's bringing in live bands and he's bringing in some of the most spectacular food trucks. And there's going to be phenomenal food. And there's going to be so much to do at the show that I don't think there's going to be a slow day. And if there is, I would be super bummed because I'm hoping that there's going to be a zillion of you there. But I would say if you think that there might be a slow day, Thursday. That would be the only day that would make sense because most people are going to take that Friday off to come to the show. And then Saturday and Sunday, you can forget about it. One thing I can promise you all, if you've never been to the PCS show or you haven't been to the Orange County Fairgrounds, here's the parking lot is massive. There's going to be plenty of parking, but you're going to park a mile away. But if you're not there early, and I'm, I mean an hour early, the show opens at noon on Thursday and noon on Friday. If you are not in that parking lot and park before 11, you are going to park a mile away. You are. The line is going to be the most incredible thing you've ever seen. The line is going to be massive. Let's just pretend like they're only showing up for me. Well, we have over 200,000 followers. So just think about that. We have over 200,000 followers and let's just say half of them showed up. That's a, that's, that fills up the Coliseum, L.A. Coliseum, 100,000 people. Let's just say that. And that's just me. You're going to have a whole bunch of other presenters there and tackle manufacturers and people that have giant followings. It is going to be incredible, the amount of people at the show. It, I'm just There's no way around it. So Thursday, get there early. Get in there. Get in, bam, bam, go see all the stuff. Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be insane. But you're going to have a good time because there's going to be so much cool stuff going on. There won't be a bad day, but hopefully those of you that are hoping for a slow day, Thursday would be your day. But I doubt very seriously that any one of those four days is going to be slow. Plus, it's open from 12 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock. Uh, uh, I believe it's 12 to 7 12 to on Thursday. Thursday and Friday. And then 9 to 7 on Saturday. And nine to five on Sunday is the way I believe that the hours work out. They can go to sportfishingfestival.com. Yeah, go to sportfishingfestival.com. If you want to avoid the massive line, buy your tickets online at sportfishingfestival.com. You can get them online, then you'll already have your ticket. It'll be on your phone, just like your airline ticket. If you go to the show and buy your tickets, you're going to be double whammy. You're going to be in that long line for the show. Then you're going to be in that long, or excuse me, you're going to be in the long line for your ticket. Then you're going to be in the long line for the show. There's no reason this day and age not to purchase your tickets ahead of time. But if you do, there'll be tickets at the door. They'll be selling tickets at the door. Don't get me wrong, but the lines are going to be incredible, gang. You've never been to the PCS show. Last year, it was three halls. The line was a little over a mile long. In the years in before that, when it was one in two halls, the lines were super duper long. Why? Because of the, the thing is, the speakers, the people that present, like myself, that are going to be there giving seminars. These are people that you've been watching catch fish. You've been watching their Instagram. You've been watching their TikTok, Facebook, YouTube channels for a very long time. And now you're going to have the opportunity to sit in the audience and listen to these people speak. 
It's going to be incredible. The whole show has been built around the speakers since the beginning, since back in the very first show when Todd and I did it with Bill. And uh, it was all about us and the speakers, and that's what it was all around. And then they would put some exhibitors in there so you had something to do in between seminars. Well, now there's going to be seminars all day in all these different spots. There's going to be seminars all day. There's going to be the best of the best exhibitors. Freshwater and saltwater tackle companies are all going to be there. The manufacturers, boats, private, or excuse me, boat manufacturers, boats, boat supplies. He's going to have live bands there every day. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. It's just absolutely insane what Bill's put together. And then we do this live show every single day. Next week, we're going to have Billy Kay from Billy Kay Fishing on with us. And we're going to talk with Billy. I believe it's going to be on Friday right now. He's trying to make sure. And then on the 14th or the 13th or the 14th, we're going to have Bill, the priest from Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Magazine and the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, the owner of the show. We're going to have him on here for an hour interview. We're going to talk about our history and our friendship and how we've come to, just like Todd and I did yesterday, you're going to get to find out that Bill isn't just a, a magazine promoter and writer and trade show promoter and exhibitor. He has actually been in the sport fishing industry for a very, very long time. You're going to love that interview with Bill and you're going to love the interview with Billy Kay, I promise. And we're just going to start adding and filling in people all the time onto this show because it's getting so big and things are happening so quick and our, our followers are growing so rapidly. I have to, once again, those of you that left badges, those of you that left diamonds, those of you that left stars, everybody that smashes the like button, everybody that follows us, thank you very, very much. From the bottom of our heart, Kelly and I would have never imagined in our wildest imagination when we started doing this five years ago that we'd be standing where we are today with millions and millions of views and hundreds of thousands of followers. It's absolutely amazing to both of us. And But you know what, Kel? If it wasn't for everybody watching, none of this would ever happen. And I appreciate you all so much. You have no idea. And if you become a member of our website, you would be shocked. Ivan, Jack, Justin, all the people that are watching today, let them know that I handle each and every one of you like you're my best friend. Once you become a member of our website, I will never let you down. I will never let you fail. The biggest, hardest thing for you to do, though, is call me. I don't know why. I'm super approachable. I answer every single phone call every day, all day. I never let you go out there on your own. If you're a member of my website, I take care of you till you feel totally comfortable. If you join our website, the very first thing it says is call me. The very first thing it says before you spend a penny is call me. I want to give you every opportunity to be successful when you go fishing on your boat. And I don't think I'm the greatest fisherman on the planet, but I've been fishing for a living for 48 years in Southern California. My family's been in the industry since 1947. There's nobody else with our pedigree sharing our, the information that we share. If there is, get on their website and suck up as much information as you can from that person. But I promise you, I will never let you down as long as you call me. All right, gang. Thank you. Why we had more.